Good day to you. Hope you're having a wonderful day. I want to continue our Names of God series. I want to remind you that these Names of God are really in the Old Testament, coming from the Hebrew. They are more about the characteristics of God, and they reinforce His role to us and how we look at Him and our role toward Him. And it reminds us of his character and who the Lord is, who God is, what he is toward us. It puts things in perspective in ways. These are, these names that I'm referring to are used in the Old Testament in Hebrew. So, El, that's E-L, is used about 200 times, more than that, but I'm, I'm kind of rounding. There were some different numbers given. About 200 times, often used in conjunction with a descriptor, meaning that it's like El, like, well, one, one quick example that most of us know is El Shaddai, okay? So most of the times it's, it's used that way. However, there are times when El is used on its own, not a lot, but there are times when it's used by itself. Now, the base meaning of El is that it relates to or pertains to strength and power and might. So the implication there, of course, is that God is strong and powerful and mighty. You can see on the screen where I have the English translation is just God. We do not have enough names for God the way the Hebrew does, okay? Um, and then there's the Hebrew and the transliteration and the phonetics of it, it is pronounced L. And you notice how they spelled that like L, A-L-E. So it's pronounced like L, even like the letter L, but it's spelled E-L for, for our purposes, okay? So in our first example, Genesis chapter 14, verse 18, it says, Then Melchizedek, king of Salem, brought out bread and wine. He was the priest of God Most High. Now, in this case, where it says God, that is El, E-L. And we translate that as simply God. And then there's Most High, which is another, um, it's another word which means just that. It means the highest the most high, the most supreme. And so that's where, that's another example where El is used in conjunction with another descriptor. It's saying God, most high, God, the, the supreme God. So just something to think about there. We'll get into that as far as those two being paired together later. But now I want us to move to Genesis chapter 35, verse 1. Then God said to Jacob, Arise, go up to Bethel, and dwell there, and make an altar there to God, who appeared to you when you fled from the face of Esau, your brother. So here in this case, we look at the first occurrence of God, and it is not El, it is Elohim. So that's a different name that we're going to talk about. But then it says, Arise, and may go to Bethel, live there, make an altar there to God. Now, this occurrence of God, the second time, make an altar there to God, is El. And it's just E-L, El, and there's no descriptor that goes with it. It just says to God, 
who appeared to you when you fled from your brother Esau. So this is one of those where El is used basically by itself. Now, it is in reference to, you know, I mean, then God said to Jacob, but it's really not used attached with a descriptor like it's used so many times, so many other times. Now, one interesting thing to notice, too, is Bethel. And there are some, there are a few names like this in the Bible, like Bethel. Bethel literally means house of God. It is Beth-El. And it means house of God. And that's, that's how they did that. They Bel in that case, I mean El in that case, is like a suffix. It's Beth for house and then Bethel, house of God. So that's just an interesting thing to note and be aware of. We've seen people adopt that in current day where there's, I think it's Bethel music, things like that, house, and they're just, they're just implying that it's house of God. So that's the idea there. So I wanted to point that out. L is used as a suffix a few times. There's Emmanuel, God with us. That also has that L at the end. So there's a few times it's used as a suffix. I didn't dig into that a lot, but I thought that was interesting to note. Another example I want us to look at is Isaiah 7:14. That's chapter 7, verse 14 in Isaiah. Isaiah 7:14. Therefore, the Lord himself will give you a sign. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son and will call him Emmanuel. So that was, this is the example, or at least one example, where Emmanuel is used, and it is God with us, or the more literal way to look at it, because it ends in L, would be, with us is God. But we say that, but for English, it just makes more sense and sounds better for us to say God with us. But literally, it would mean, with us is God. So L points to the power and might of God, kind of reminding us that these other idols that people claim are gods are powerless. They are just that. They are just idols. They're just things that people carry around or move around. They have no power in and of themselves. But he is God. Yahweh is God with power and strength and might. So I want to thank you for listening. Hope you have a wonderful day. May the Lord bless you and keep you safe. And remember, God loves you.